syrup over the entire plate and sop it up with some of Grandma's hot cathead biscuits and not even leave a stain of brown on the plate. It made his grandmama happy to see his daddy eat. But all Jew wanted to do was roll up in the brown and orange green zigzag crocheted afghan on the couch in front of the television and sleep awake for several hours until the cartoons went off. Jew's day officially began when he wandered out to wherever Granddaddy was piddling on the tractor or leaning over his table filing saw blades or cleaning his gun or going out to check on the work in the field. Not meaning to, he and Granddaddy sometimes slipped away from each other, but always managed to find each other again before too much time passed. Chapter 2 Earl motioned for the cars to go around him. People could sure get impatient on the beach highway in the summertime. The highway is free for all, he thought, whether you are pulling a tractor or driving a brand new Ford Galaxy 500. He could not understand how anyone would want to work inside a store all year long just to be able to buy a car, which is exactly what Tammy did. Tammy just had to have that new car. She was paying for it, so it was none of his business. Farming was all he knew. She had known that about him when she married him. If she wanted a car, she would have to work for it. Although many farmers were well off, like his daddy, he, on the other hand, was not. But one day he would be. He was increasing his assets, as they said at the bank, every year. This year's asset was the little PD place. He smiled to himself, thinking how happy the banker was to loan him the money. You sure got a deal on that piece of land, Earl, he'd said. Some people doubted he could farm, but he had no doubt. No doubt whatsoever. Tammy's 20-mile drive to work every day was the most pleasurable part of her life. To farmers and their wives and their children out in the fields, Tammy's car was a reason to look up from the bean-picking, tobacco-suckering, or cropping and gathering, or cotton-picking, and feel a tinge of envy. Tammy was riding in pure luxury, inside and out, the long, sleek lines of the exterior, the brilliance of the two-tone colors, the power steering, power anti-lock brakes, speed, air conditioning, AM-FM radio. The country people looked and shook their heads in awe. B.C. Moores and Sons was a respectable place to work. Tammy had worked there since high school and planned to one day be the store manager, as high a position as a person could get. This week, she had put out all the new lines of bed linens, she told Earl's mother. And they are so pretty. Just imagine colors and designs, prints and checks and flowers. Not just plain old whites and pastels, but real colors. Reds, even. And dark colors. Black. Some people like black sheets. I'll never again be satisfied with just plain old white sheets. Even the bedspreads were not like the old-fashioned Chanel ones with their rigid little lines that left streaks if you were to lie down for a while. Those little streaks could be embarrassing. Tammy's check from B.C. Moores and Sons made her car payment, but it also paid the light bill and bought her gas and clothes. Earl farmed to pay the bank the farm loans. She once asked Earl to explain to her about the farming and bank business, that she did not understand it at all. Earl had told her not to worry. It was too far above her head. All I'm asking, Earl, is does your farming make money or not? Tammy... You just can't seem to understand. You can't make something as involved as borrowing money from the government. Simple enough for just anybody to understand. He sounded downright mean when she tried to pursue the subject further. 
Her arrangement with the bank was easy enough for anyone to understand. It was this. She gave the bank $90 a month for her car payment, and once a year she gave the bank an additional check for insurance. This was simple enough, and she liked this arrangement. In three years, she would buy another new car and continue the arrangement. Grandmama was mopping the kitchen floor after blanching butter beans and putting them in the freezer. Ju was outside under the shady sky of the pine tree, lying on Brownie's side, feeling the regular up-and-down motion of the big dog's breathing. He was trying to time his own breathing with the dog's, but just when his and the old dog's rhythm matched, he would have a thought about something else and lose count and have to start all over. He had many things that he needed to think about. One thing he wondered about was why, when the sun shone for a long time each day, and he looked up while under the tree, there was not much sunlight. Only here and there did the light peep in through all the...